episode of Real Deal, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Colin Young. And I am Alec Faber. The other host. Yep. So since this is the first episode of uh, the podcast, I'll just let you guys know in general what we're doing here. Uh, We're going to do this weekly and recap the news that broke that week with a specific focus on genre so superheroes sci-fi but we're really we're going to talk about everything just all the good shit that is good shit dope shit uh and then also toward the back end of the episode we'll have fun segments inspired by um wizard magazine articles like fan casting uh predictions uh spoiler and more good shit definitely so uh without further ado let's go over the movie news from last week all right so first thing monday broke star wars episode 8 title revealed the last jedi so here's a quick press release from disney we have the greatest fans in this or any galaxy and appreciation of the fans we wanted them to be the first to know the title of the next chapter in the star wars saga star wars the last jedi uh, it's written by Ryan Johnson, produced by Kathleen Kennedy, all those dope people. <laughs> so, uh, Colin, what do you think of the what do you think of the title? Uh, I woke up to a text from you uh, with the with a screenshot. Yep, and it was just like, what? What is it? I know, and <laughs> I you know I wasn't really blown away with the Force Awakens title. I was like, it was, right. yeah, it was it was. Now it makes sense. But. Yeah, it makes sense. It, when I heard it, I thought it was kind of like kind of corny. Sure, um, but this but now, is cool because it's so there's so many layers to it. Is definitely, it, is it plural? Exactly. Is it, yeah. Is it singular? Because last, because you, you you could you could make the argument like if it was plural, they would say last of the Jedi. Right. But you refer to the entire order as Jedi. Exactly. So. Are they talking about Luke? Are they talking about Ray? Are they talking I think, about? I think they are the last. Are they Jedi. talking about Ben? Like who? Well, he's which Ben? You know, yeah, like no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then of course the logo is red. Logo's red. What the fuck? What What does that mean? Other red logos being Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. Uh, the I believe the first poster back when it was called Revenge of the Revenge Jedi of the Jedi was red. Okay. So I think I don't really know what that means, but I think we're kind of just generally in. So anything for a, with Jedi and Sith in the title. I think we're definitely in for a dark episode. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. which is cool because Force Awakens was kind of like half New Hope, half right, half Empire already. Yeah, definitely. So if we're going even further Empire, then I'm fucking in. And especially you know Ryan Johnson, um, his last movie Looper. Looper is fucking sick. Looper is fucking <laughs> sick, and it's got it's got that dystopian vibe. Yeah. It's got the um, like the underlying darkness. So uh, I'm really excited to see what what comes with that. 
It could have been called absolutely anything. It could be called. Definitely. It could have been called Star Wars ducks running around and shit, and I would have been like, "Holy, I'm in." When do you uh, When do you think we're gonna see a trailer? Uh, let's see. Last time around, it was April, right? We got a teaser. We got a teaser. The Thanksgiving. The year before, really? Yeah, that the was the teaser. When, the teaser. Yeah, that right? was when. Yeah, the teaser trailer. Where and then you, the full trailer went up in April because I I was in Buffalo and I was sitting at Duff's, crying into a chicken wing, <laughs> and I'll never forget that. So it was beautiful. And you know, now that um, Lucasfilm's owned by Disney, they yeah. have like infinity places to put a trailer. Oh like, yeah. Um, I read some like online speculation that they're gonna do it for Beauty and the Beast or. That would be a good. Or call. they might even wait till uh, Guardians. That would be sick Guardians too. Guardians too. So I'm excited. Either way, fucking a. All right, next up, Zack Snyder comments on Superman's role in Justice League. Uh, Justice League's about ten months away now, and the press machine is fucking kicking ass. And uh, at the end of Batman vs Superman, Superman's dead. He's dead. He's fucking dead. Straight up. Uh, Doomsday. Whooped his ass. <laughs> uh, slightly mirroring his death in the classic Death of Superman storyline. Uh, missing from the Comic-Con teaser from last summer and the about four promo images is Superman. Uh, so a lot of people have been speculating, like, where is he? Where is he? And I know um, Henry Cavill posts on Instagram some, like, cryptic picture of possibly a black suit. Fucker. Um, but Zack Snyder recently went on record about Superman's role in the film. He said, Superman does play a big part in this movie. His presence and lack of presence are big story points. Woo! Yeah, let's unpack that. Uh, uh, all, all I'm really concerned about is the kind of semi-mullet that I hope he, he's rocking. <laughs> you want him to have the I 90s need, hair? I don't want it. I need it. Oh, God. It's terrible. Oh, it's amazing. The night. I, uh, I need the John Stamos full house <laughs> Superman cut. That is like, so I've got friends that love the 90s. Yeah. Like, obviously we grew up 90s. Just in general? 90s, well, no, like 90s comics, I <laughs> okay. mean. I personally think it was like, and that was the time I grew up reading comics. Sure. I think it was like the, the dog shit of all dog shit. Sure. But, um, so, I mean, obviously he's going to return, um... I really hope that he comes back and he's not such a douchebag. Like you know, the, yeah, like they, they kind of fix the character. Yeah, like bit. like he's gonna come back and be Superman, not like I don't know. He's Brood, brooding, yeah, man, just, brooding man. I, he was like such an asshole in BVS. Yeah, you know, and he's a dick. He's a dick. Um, I don't know. Like they they kind of like the end when they had his funeral and Ben Affleck's like. I'm not gonna fail him in death like mm-hmm. I did in life. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, yeah, you guys what, were, what hope? You, you, what, were, you were not friends. No, what ho- <laughs> and what hope was Superman inspiring in BVS? Like, they didn't. He was terrified he, of him the yeah, entire time. They they just didn't earn. He was death. literally talking about the opposite of hope. Yeah, and, straight up. And brood in him. Yeah, and his dad man. was telling him let people die in yeah. Man of Steel. Like, I don't know. Listen, I'm like, I, I yeah. so here's the thing. I'm I'm a I'm a simp- I'm a Batman vs Superman sympathizer for sure. Straight up, ultimate cut. Oh yeah, ultimate oh my cut. god, incredible. They should just burn. Oh, I agree. The theatrical cut. 
And there's still some things where you're just like, what do you, why'd you do that? Yeah. You know? But at the end of the day, it's fun. It's supposed it's to be fun. fun. It's fun. I'm not. I had a good time. Yeah, exactly. I had, I had a great time. time. Yeah. I'm not going there to see The Godfather. I'm going there to see. But see, some people are. And especially after. The, the Dark Knight After crowd, The Dark Knight. Like. That's, that's different. It's, it's never going to be the same. Because that, right. that was the goal. The goal was, I'm going to make the fucking Godfather or superhero movies. And For here sure. it is. And here it's just like, let's tell this big story. Which is that's it. That's all we. That's all we want. I just think, Dark Knight, withstanding. I think the expectation for superhero movies is a lot different. Like, people thought Ant Man was going to be dog shit. Ant Man is top five. Uh, uh, Straight up, it's top five. Top five for sure. Top five Marvel. And that'll be no out. one was expecting anything. And from it's, it's it's a masterpiece. I agree. <laughs> I straight up love it. I fucking love. But that's a movie where. They could take risks because mm-hmm. people weren't expecting as right. much. Here, uh, similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. Like, but Guardians of the fucking... Ga- you couldn't tell me 10 years ago that that would be such a hit. Oh, for that sure. That that would be probably my... And then a Batman vs. Superman movie sucked. Would, would suck. Would yeah. suck, to, to most people. <laughs> you know? But uh, I'm really rooting... I'm still... I mean, I'm always a DC guy before a Marvel guy. That's just how I... Um, came up through comics in um, comics uh, absolutely so i'm i'm always team dc i'm sure. rooting for them wonder woman looks amazing well wonder woman's incredible whenever batman is involved yeah even the, the here's the thing when you ask like diehard comic guys like who's your favorite superhero they're gonna try so they're, it's not that they're gonna try so hard they're gonna tell you something like black bolt or something yeah because it's like they something don't want, that's they don't not be, they don't want to say wolverine yeah even though wolverine's awesome but it's like when you think about your favorite dc hero Batman is number one. Exactly. Batman is—he's untouchable. He's got the best villains. He's got the best background. He's got the best associates. As long as he's not um, flipping cars on people, sure, and, and shooting them and all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, no, absolutely sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Next up. Next one. Uh, new Terminator film is being developed by James Cameron for Tim Miller to direct. This one also kind of made me shed a tear a little bit. Yeah. Just reading. It. Well, I love Terminator. All right, so let's get into the story. <laughs> so um, Tim Miller is no longer directing Deadpool two. That's uh, that's been um, that's been reported for a while. Uh, one of the John Wick directors Woo. is actually taking over Deadpool two, which really excites me. Yeah, because um, as we all know, John Wick's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, here's a little side note for you guys. We're a couple big time John Wick guys. Just just two massive. <laughs> John Wick guys. Two John Wick heads. John Wick 2, February 9th? Is that what it is? 10th. 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 We're 13 days out from John Wick 2. So this is the first of two John Wick 2 <laughs> countdowns. Yeah. Today well, being 13 days. 13 days till John Wick. We're pumped. All right, back to Back, back to the story. To so anyway, uh, John Wick, director, taking over for Tim Miller. Um, there was some... Disagreements about the casting of Cable and Miller wanted to do like a Marvel Studio style sequel, big villain, probably a lot of high production value. Um, but Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep the movie small, small budget. And it's not like Deadpool doesn't really feel small. It doesn't. It, they there's there's they didn't go overboard, and you can tell. But it's it doesn't feel like a small thing or a small. No, but it means. didn't have. Um, 
It didn't the have huge cast. Yeah, it didn't have like the marquee X Men. Yeah. No, I agree, which it is awesome. Yeah, it's it's and, cool. And I've, you know, they've talked about how they're going to keep that. I wonder though if he wanted like a you know a world ending um, bad guy. You know how like every Marvel movie, yeah, yeah. There's, there's always like, something flying guy, in the yeah, air, yeah. crashing into something, yeah, yeah. and all those. So I wonder if that's what he wants. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Before being, look, I know we're this is talking about Terminator. We're talking right. about Terminator, but let's let me ask you something real quick. Deadpool two, Cable, Cable. Who, who do you want? Who do I want? All right. So, couple like I think last week I don't know if you saw that they posted it was Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds. In between them was Pierce Brosnan. Holy fucking shit! No, they don't. They didn't no say context? no context. People oh speculating he's gonna be. Um, cable. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't want. I it. think that. Uh, yeah, that's that's weird. It's weird. But you know, I mean, Heath Ledger's weird as Joker, and that was the best. And it was awesome performance in any superhero movie. So you got to take that with a grain of salt and kind of like wait till it happens. Sure. If it was me, ultimate fan cast, Mel Gibson. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Mel Gibson. He's rough around the edges. He's older. Yeah. He's still jacked as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, what I think mean? I got two. One first, the obvious one, Liam Neeson. Okay, because that's yeah. just that'd be sick. Who I don't, I can't think of a person that wouldn't want to see that. Kevin Nash would be my second one. Kevin Nash. <laughs> hey, he was in John Wick. He was in John Wick. He was in he was John great. Wick. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I think that'd be cool. He's fucking massive. He is massive, and I think he'd kill it. All right, given the opportunity, we'll see. I think he'd do well. All right, anyway, back to Terminator. Back to <laughs> um, so anyway, now it looks like, just reported, James Cameron is going to be quote-unquote grandfathering a sixth sequel with Miller in line to direct. So um, what does grandfathering mean? I think it means you're saying hush up to the kids <laughs> who took it. You're saying, yeah. you're saying daddy's home. Daddy's home. And I mean, you're bringing the, you're bringing the fr- he's gonna end. The, he's gonna end the franchise. You said right. Yeah. So he's gonna simultaneously reboot and end it. Okay, so if that's happening, what does that mean? If that if, well, if that gives you hope, if that is, if you hear that and you're like, okay, I'm excited for this. What does knowing that he signed off on the Genesis sequel? He was like, he like gave it his stamp of approval. Like he was psyched on it. Here's the thing. Didn't love Genesis. Mm-hmm. Didn't really hate Genesis. There's there's a lot of things where you're like, all right, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. But then there's some things where it's like, all right, you know, okay. I, I here's some things I hated about that. Movie. Sure. <laughs> I hated that Kyle Reese was Jack. Absolutely. Like that was stupid. That was stupid. I hate that the they revealed that John Connor was a Terminator in the fucking trailer. Awful. Stupid. Yeah. Would have been dope yeah. if it was out of nowhere. Would have been just a sick yeah. twist. Um, a Shyamalanian quality uh, twist. Shyamalanian. <laughs> um, and just... It was too much like... I compare it to like Clash of the Titans. It wow. was just... Shitty CGI. New Clash of the Titans? Yeah. Not, no, 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 no. Not the classic Clash okay. of the Titans. Just shitty CGI, B actors, yeah. and... I Just unnecessary. I'd rather watch Rise of the Machines. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Rise of the Machines is sick. But, uh... Is Arnold yeah. coming back? I mean, I think he has to. He's probably got it. He's got to. What's he doing now? I don't know. 
The Apprentice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting low ratings. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So they start firing some some terminators. I guess so. Oh, they could do a you're fired one line. <laughs> and then yeah, you fired. You fired. He kills him. Um, He's sick. Future War. Hmm. So we got a little of that in Salvation. I yeah. know people are always talking about like why isn't there a movie set just in the future? Right. Salvation. Just, Salvation gave that a try. Yeah, and, and it, it was crap. Was not very no. sick. So so who knows? Well, you know, we'll see. I'm psyched. T uh, two is. T2 is a go. Yeah. For straight sure. Straight up. It, it, it's an undeniable. Yeah. If it wasn't... See, I get into this argument a lot about the best action movie ever. Mm-hmm. I say Predator. Most people say T2. But I think T2... They're both sci-fi movies at the same time. Right. But I think Predator is just all action. Here's what I say to you. Neither of those. The answer is Point Break. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Come on. I, I love Point Break. I just... I live here. You know? <laughs> I live Point Break, aside from surfing. We'll, we'll get there. All right. We'll, 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 uh, All right. we'll tackle that on another episode, because I think that's going to be a controversial one. All right. All right. Let's talk about Logan. Logan. That last trailer just went up. Logan. Beautiful. Beautiful trailer. The first oh. The first one... Uh, uh, I'm going to... This is... A, I'm a guy who... If I see something that I care about, I'm just going to start crying. Oh, straight up. Logan, that first trailer fucked me all Dude, the way up. When so you see like the 20th Century Fox thing and you hear the Johnny Cash And you hear her. Start Honestly, I was like I kind of like scoffed at it. You know what? Yeah, as soon as it started, no, I was like this at is first. Be at first I was me. like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like is this this is like so on the nose that it's going to be cheesy as fuck. And then the trailer keeps going. Yeah. And then... Uh, Things just keep happening. The music keeps building. Yeah, and it's it's shot in this like really beautiful way. It looks way. just the, great. The trailer was edited really well to the music. Like, it was borderline a music video. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, got me. Yeah, It's up. beautiful. It it's fucked like, me up. It's beautiful. And um, this new new trailer, I don't, I don't know what the song was, but it was really... It was a really good song for the I, I think I was paying too close attention this time that I did not yeah. re- even realize there was a song playing. Whereas before it was like, all right, here we go. And I, I, I really liked the uh, the opening scene with uh, her stealing yeah, from the store. Awesome. It, was, it was funny. It was cool. Um, it showed kind of the father-daughter. Exactly. Um, the, the, uh, the Little Miss Sunshine aspect. Yes, exactly. Advertising for And uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, do you really think this is going to be his last Last outing as Wolverine. I hope not, but it you know it kind of seems like they're setting up for good old X two three to yeah and to take over. That's that's what I'm thinking too. Here's what I here's what I would like to happen. Mm-hmm. I would like for this to be the straight up last movie in the entire X Men franchise. That would be cool for like five years. Yeah, I mean Deadpool two is happening. Deadpool two doesn't really count. That doesn't count. That that can be we we'll call it the X Force universe. Yeah, but it's it's like so meta that it exists it on right. its own. Exactly. Like you don't need the continuity for yeah, that. I agree. But um, did you see it? Uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. Did you like it? I liked Apocalypse. Did you really? I didn't love Apocalypse. I I flat out hated Apocalypse. Really? See, a lot yeah. of people feel the same. I just I had fun. I have there's there's it's very rare that I'll walk out of a movie and say that I hated it. Really? Just because so much goes into making these sure. things. 
Yeah. And there's there's cool things in there. Oh, there's there's, like there's there's things to like. There's things to like, and that's the thing is I I, I try not to focus on those the the things I don't like, and it just goes. I just try to appreciate. It was just it was just a little too. It was just too much of everything. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing, Magneto, going back to Auschwitz. Oh yeah. And tearing it to pieces. Yeah. Who wouldn't love that? Yeah, that's great. That's the coolest thing ever. But it was so. I don't know. The end was just so CGI. Yeah, the well, end. it was just that it, it, they didn't think it through. They were just like, no. all right, we can just do the same thing again. And exactly. It'll, and it'll work. People will love but it. But it didn't have the same subtlety that like X1 and 2 had no. where it was quiet. It, like those movies, by contrast, are really quiet movies. They're pretty tame. And that's kind of what Logan looks like too. Mm-hmm. Logan looks kind of like we're focusing on the character. Everything has a purpose and yeah. builds to something. And it's not just about – like honestly, I don't give a shit about the fight scenes. Like – I want to know what happens yeah. to Hugh Jackman's right. Wolverine. Right. Like, is he dying at the end? Yeah. Is X-23 going to take we a care. Because well, that, we that care. Because the story was built properly. Exactly. Rather than Apocalypse where it's just like, what's up, motherfuckers? Apocalypse. And here. Yeah, he has like four lines in the yeah. whole movie. And you're just sort of supposed to accept that he's this all-powerful being and yeah. you don't really know why no. he's mad. I don't really give a shit. And he's one of the coolest X-Men villains he, ever. Definitely. He's supposed to be like the, the he's supposed to be like the Thanos right. of the um, X Men. And he universe. was he was fucking he was qualmed and qualm. <laughs> they I took don't his know ass, that's they great. took his ass down though. They I mean, him. they did it like an Age of Apocalypse yeah, too, which I needed, thought was pretty sick. But Phoenix. yeah, yeah. But uh, cool. we'll see. I, I'm I, I'm gonna go ahead and say there's a zero percent chance that Logan isn't fucking sick. Oh, one hundred. Guarantee it's going to be yeah. bad. It's going to be. Ass. It's going to be great. Did you like Wolverine? The yes, Wolverine, absolutely. Did you see the uh, extended cut? No. It's dope as fuck. All right. There's more blood, more fighting. Um, the ending is still shitty, I yeah. think. But um, overall, that movie is dope, and I, I really I liked it. I watched it on the plane to Japan. Oh, really? So it was like I'm get, I'm ready. You're getting there. Yeah. I think um, I really like the vibe, the Western vibe, like yeah. kind of like the Unforgiven meets like cool. Children of Men meets Little Miss Sunshine kind of vibe right. um, that they're going for. So, yeah, really excited for that. Me too. Let's move on to another trailer. Let's do it. Wow, there's a lot of news. I, is this too much? Can you let us like hit us up after this if this is just too much news? If you already know this, but we're just talking, you know, we're just gonna give it a shot and do it. Do you want to just talk about this trailer for let's, a hot yeah. second? No, let's do it, because this is the thing I've been waiting <laughs> to talk about. Okay. So, there's a movie coming out called The Assignment. Uh, I would like you to pause this and watch... Give it a gander. Watch the trailer real quick. We'll wait. Hang on. And also, read the plot synopsis, because it is maybe one of the most offensive movies. It's fucking crazy. For a like, wide release. In this, in this climate, for that to happen... Yes. Is the craziest thing I think I've ever heard. It's not like it's the early 90s and you got the crying game coming out. No. It's like a it's, huge... It's like, hey, this shit is important. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's on the news every day. <laughs> so... Should, get, you, should I just... Is yeah, this, just okay, read, yeah, we're read just going to read the synopsis just in case you didn't go watch the this is gonna You're going to watch it after this. <laughs> a revenge tale about an ace assassin who was double-crossed by gangsters and a rogue plastic surgeon... Operating on the fringes of society. The story becomes a trail of self-discovery and redemption against a criminal mastermind opponent. Did I say opponent? Opponent. So, basically, 
What that really means is that Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious one of the greatest franchises ever, um, is playing a transgendered woman. She The movie starts, and she's a dude, and then they catch her, and Sigourney Weaver gives her a sex change operation against her will, and she wakes up as Michelle Rodriguez. And you can hear in the trailer, she's, like, deepening her voice. <laughs> And she's like, what's going on? And it's like, how can you think... That this is okay. That who did this? <laughs> who let this happen? What what person um, in an office somewhere in Hollywood was signing checks and was like... It was like, you know what would be fucking crazy? <laughs> if we made just the most offensive movie possible. <laughs> like... Watch what, it. What just is going to happen? Uh... Well, it's going to make... At the end, is she going to be like, wow, I kind of like this? I I don't even... I don't even want to know, but I know that it's probably going to make 0.0 million dollars. Absolutely. And hopefully everyone involved doesn't work again. Yeah. Holy fuck. So, all right, let's let's move on. All right, we're moving on. Uh, Last piece of news. Uh, We're going to just quick skim over the... um, Academy Award nominations. Yeah. Those were those were released on Monday. I think this is going to be pretty quick because I haven't seen a lot of these. Movies. Dude, same. It's 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 this is like the fifth time this has happened. Where it's like the three movies I don't get to see. Yes, win everything. Exactly. I and honestly, I feel like a jackass because I've been meaning to see like Manchester by the Sea, right. Moonlight. Uh, fences, but I just keep seeing La La Land. <laughs> See, I I haven't seen La La Land. Um, I feel like I'm gonna get slapped across the face for saying I haven't seen La La Land in public. Somebody's gonna say, probably. "What is wrong?" Well, I'm gonna say it. because yeah. it's beautiful. It's a That's good, what I've heard. Wonderful movie. So uh, we got Best Picture: uh, Rival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Um, solid, solid little team there. What do you think? Very good taken? list. So, La La Land pretty much swept these categories the at Globes. the Golden Globes, yeah. but did not get Best Picture. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, because there's no. a musical comedy. There's a music- category, so, so they did. did. They yeah. did. But the now Moon- Moonlight all bets are off, motherfucker. Moonlight won Best Picture right. Drama, which they tend to you know go go towards yeah, exactly. drama. So I think. It's La La Land, Moonlight. La La the, Land, Moonlight. Yeah, I think it's La La Land. Still, that's uh, um, yeah. No, I agree. La La Land or Moonlight. I think so. Here's the thing. Moonlight is um, still haven't seen it, but it yeah. is a it's a topical movie because it deals with um, being black mm-hmm. in a impoverished. Um, and, or I'm sorry, being, gay, I'm right? sorry, being gay in an impoverished black community. Right. Um, and what that um, what you deal with with masculinity yeah, with which is really interesting how you interact with that community so and, and something that is just dealt with all around the world constantly straight up and so the performances um, I've heard have been incredible um, I think that that is probably if if La La Land doesn't win it's going to be Moonlight okay. I think La La Land's kind of like it's like the darling of Hollywood right now yeah. it's a it's a very Hollywood movie. Right. And uh, what's really weird is what I've heard is people who I love musicals, mm-hmm. big musical guys. What's your favorite musical? Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Uh, or like Damn Yankees or something. Uh, I've heard that people who love musicals weren't really into it. But really? people that don't like musicals thought it was great, which is really bizarre. Well, see, here's here's how I feel about it. La La Land, um, 
first half, mm-hmm. incredible. Sure. Because because it feels like an old musical. Then um, the, the songs I don't like from the movie are the songs where um, it's like a band is playing. So that's oh. the song. It's not like that's it's not like they're in public breaking into song, yeah, yeah, which is a lot of what the first half is. That's great. I'm so all I, about that. I don't want to see them like sitting at a piano and then now they're singing. No, the song. I don't want that either. But then the end, the end, dude. Don't say it. We gotta see it. I, 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 we gotta see it. I feel like such a fool. It like breaks your heart, but also is like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, best director. Best director. Who's taking it? So Damien Chazelle directed La La Land. He won Golden Globe, and that is not split that's just by best director. Best director. He won for that. I, w- I would love to see my man Mill go home with it. Yeah, there's. I don't think that there's a People, high chance of that. But I mean, the fact that he even got nominated is it's huge. It's huge because it's crazy. he's. I think he got snubbed for Apocalypto right because of his because of his remarks because of his anti-semitism because he's kind of I guess a we'll shitty just, guy yeah, no. yeah he really is <laughs> but um, I heard that movie's incredible I haven't seen it The Arrival beautiful movie beautiful movie beautiful movie and uh, he's kind of on the rise too I, I but you're going you're going Damien Chazelle I'm going Damien Chazelle right. I, I honestly yeah we'll, we'll go to Best yeah, Actor next Best Actor who you got I got I think it's Casey Affleck's yeah, Manchester that's, that's the two. performance that everybody's kind of yeah. I think people want. Uh, really, I think anyone could win. Gosling probably not because when you see La La Land, you'll know that it's Emma Stone's movie. Okay. Gosling's got the top billing, but you think she's she's taking Best Actress? I do. Okay, I do that's cool. So. I'm down with that. She. It's now. It's super bad. Is now ten years old. It is this summer. Thank you, super bad for Emma Stone. She is incredible. What a I fucking, love her. What a gal. And who would have guessed that she would be the break? Her and Jonah Hill. They were like, like they they're were the only the, ones that are yeah, like they're Oscar nom. Right. Both of them yeah. Oscar nominated and doing big stuff, doing serious movies. It's awesome. Michael Sarah's, I think. Uh, He's doing whatever he wants. What, what, what's he doing? He's got a mustache. <laughs> He's just living his life. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got his <laughs> pants pulled up really high yeah, somewhere. All right, supporting actor. Supporting actor. I've heard, haven't seen any of these fucking movies. Oh, God. Why this are we starting a movie this podcast? Is so, I don't know. This is we uh, like superheroes. This yeah, uh, Marashala Ali from Moonlight. Moonlight. He was in Luke Cage, House of Cards. Oh my God, incredible in Luke Cage. He see, we can talk about that, dude. What a fucking spo- character. Spoiler alert. They fucking killed him. They destroyed it. I. They spent like six episodes building this unbelievable character and, he was and backstory. Such for this an guy. asshole. The first couple episodes. And then you're like, oh my god, there's so much depth and, and tragedy. Oh. Tragedy. Like, he is my favorite part of Luke Cage. He's amazing. And, and then and then fucking Diamondback comes in and it's just like I think it was like the sixth episode. Yeah. Like we had a whole. It comes half- out of nowhere and it just takes over. He's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I wasn't a fan of Diamondback. Yeah, I'll be he honest. was whatever. But he was incredible. So. I hope that he wins so that it's a cumulative win. Oh, for, for sure. For Luke I'm a big fan of a cumulative. Wins. I love a good cumulative. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day that when Matthew McConaughey won for Dallas Buyers Club, it felt like a cumulative win for Mud and True, True Detective. Detective. He, it was like his. It year. was like, dude, you you did this. Yes, exactly. So here, here you go. It's like a, and then those amazing Lincoln commercials. <laughs> Really, I think that that role, uh, that that uh, Oscar was really for his role in Tropic Thunder. Oh, incredible! When he got the, the TiVo. TiVo, the TiVo, he saved the day. He saved the day. <laughs> Best supporting actress, 
Once again, I've not seen any of oh, these fucking God, movies. We're so sorry. Uh, I've heard that I believe heard Viola Davis. Yeah, I heard smashes it. I'm pretty places. sure she was the one who won it oh, at she the did? Globes. Okay. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, from uh, some some of the things that I've read, this is probably the most competitive category. Um, it's a fucking. This is a yeah, definitely. You got a, a lineup. Multi, I think everyone on here has been multi, uh, multiple nominations, wow. so it's definitely good shit, guys. Good shit, killed it, love it. Uh, right. Best screenplay: Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and Twentieth Century Women. The Lobster is insane. Haven't seen it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I would love it if that won because it is an original, very original screenplay. That's what I've heard. I've I've heard that it's a. Uh, very out there. It is. But La La Land, yeah, being a musical, there's so much work goes into the songs and everything. Exactly. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. He didn't write the songs. That's true. He didn't write the lyrics wow. either. Which which is a big part of the storytelling. Yeah, it surprised me when I read that. But he won um, He won at the Globes. Hmm. Different body of voters, yeah, but yeah. Uh, he won for It's always that, a good so. indication. Adapted screenplay. Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. I've only seen Arrival. <laughs> I will say... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I will say Arrival. Who cares about the fucking Oscars at the end of the day? Like, nothing, nothing cool. Here's the thing. Whatever wins Best Picture, there's always something I liked better. Hunt for the Wilder People is not nominated for Best Picture, so I don't give a shit. Okay? That was the best movie last year. And, so, and you know what? Suicide Squad is on this list So for fuck this list. So Let's this get list. out of this. Yeah, We're, done with this. We're done with this Oscars crap. Who cares? All right. All right. What are we doing now? So, um, top five. Top five. We're going to move on to what is going to be a weekly reoccurring segment called Top Five. Roll it. Top five. All right. All We're right. Back. So, <laughs> so, this week, there are no good fucking movies coming no, out. No, we so got a dog's purpose. We got, what was that other The crap? last Resident Evil movie. Yeah, I'm all set. So, uh, we're going to talk about a movie we saw last week, Split. So our, we've, been, we've been dying, we've been dying to, to talk, talk about, about this movie. So, we, uh, we, we waited till the end, just in case you haven't seen it yet, and we're going to spoil things. You better but, have seen it. But, oh my god. We're still not, we're going to do a couple things before we talk about it. But So, with Split, we're going to do top five psychological thrillers. Because that's... That's, really, that's what that, Split is. It's, it's fucking awesome. And we're gonna do. We're gonna take care of top five psychological thrillers, and then we're gonna do our favorite top five M Night movies. The M Night. All right. So what's your number five? What are you doing? Thrillers first. Yeah. All right. Thr- thrillers. So yeah. psychological thrillers. And again, these are not. We're not saying these are the best. We're saying these are our favorite. They're gonna be different. You're getting a top five from each of us. So it's kind of like a top ten. My number five is Black Swan. Black Swan. Yep. All right. Who directed that again? Arnofsky. Arnofsky. Wrecking for a Dream, yeah, okay. And it's fucking dark and so cool. It's creepy. You don't know what the hell is going on the whole time. Fun. By the end, you're just like, I just saw something very special. Very and that's, creepy. That's how I liked it. It was one of those things that I, I love thinking about a movie days after I saw it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those experiences for me. He's kind of, that's his thing. Aronofsky's Did you know that thing. he almost directed The Wolverine? I did know that. That would have been I actually sick. really... He also wrote a full screenplay for a year one movie before God. Nolan did Batman Begins. Wow. So I would love to see a Batman yeah. from him. That'd be sick. All right. What's your top... What's your number five? My number five is Zodiac. 
Zodiac. By David Fincher. Beautiful. It was really... I wanted to pick so many David Fincher movies because, yeah. like I told you yesterday, my brother he's likes a, to stroke off he's a David DF, Fincher. DF I, I do as well. Right. Uh, I picked Zodiac because I think that's his most underrated Sure. Underrated Zodiac's film. awesome. Uh, not a lot of gore. Not a lot of mm-hmm. kill. I mean, there's, it's about a serial it's, killer. It's psychological. It's creepy as fuck. Uh-huh. It's the, the ending when uh, Gyllenhaal is in that bald dude's house right. and he's just standing there and the guy goes down in the basement and he doesn't know where the fuck he is yeah. and he's scared out of his mind. <laughs> that scares the Tension. shit out of me. So there's not a lot of things that make that movie quote unquote scary right. or even rated R. I think there's some, you know, some language, but it's just a, the, the vibe is so eerie. The, the tone is terrifying yeah. without being directly scary. And, uh, yeah, I, love is, I think that's what makes a psychological for sure. Absolutely. Psychological Absolutely. All right. My number four, Seven. Seven. David Fincher. See? All right. Here we go. This guy's good. He's real good. <laughs> Which is kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum where there there are those gruesome scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. But it's still tone. It's all tone. This And what I, I like to do after I do something like this where I think about my favorites is look up, like, IMDb's favorites mm. and, like, other shit like that. And Seven was, like, top of the list. Was it really? And I was like, all right. So that's that makes sense, you know. That's cool. I mean, it's so great that fucking the reveal of Kevin Spacey and him not being in the credits, not being in the oh, credits at all. Not in the credits. It's so cool. That why don't they do that anymore? They did it with Matt Damon and uh, and Interstellar. They did. And that was You're sick. Right. Didn't go to the premiere or anything. Yes. There's. I think that's a thing that's lost in Hollywood today. Interstellar. Surprise. Interstellar withstanding. Yeah. Split. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll feed but you, baby bird. There's so much. Everyone wants, and I'm guilty of this. I love spoilers. I fucking I, hate spoilers. I gotta fucking know, no. dude. All if if I re, if I see like Reddit just leaked this oh, no, plot no. synopsis, I never look, dude. I will always look. See, there's there's Game of Thrones <laughs> season seven stuff out there right now that yeah. I'm not touching. I gotta see it. So like, Ugh. it really, I love it, but at the same time, I could have gone without seeing Spider Man and Civil War trailer. Yeah. Oh, Imagine, that would have been so cool if he just showed up. It, if he just if showed it was up. just like Queens. Yeah. And then you cut down. Oh, man. That would have been, been so more much effective. more satisfying. Yeah. yeah. You would have gotten. <gasps> and honestly, the people that are like in the theater, like, oh, Spider-Man's in this movie. Like no one's everyone who's saying that is going to see the fucking movie yeah, anyway. Exactly. So what are you really doing yeah. from a marketing standpoint? Nothing. So. All right. Seven, though. Yes. Incredible. I've always said, and I think Batman Begins kind of scratches the surface of this. That movie. Seven is a, bat- a Batman movie. Without wow. Batman, wow! If you think about it, it's That's always raining. It's dark. You're dealing with a with a killer. Yeah. With a that has kind of a just uh, a sick fuck, a sick game. Who has gotten picked? Exactly. And, and, he's, That's and he's not. He's just. Yeah, it's it's That's it's a cool. fucked up movie. I've never it's, thought of it. Like yeah, that. it's it's awesome. a Batman movie, really. Wow. What's your number four? My number four, and I was wasn't sure if this counts. The Prestige. Prestige counts. Does it count? Prestige is crazy. Prestige. Worldwide. Worldwide. Wide, wide, wide. Prestige is incredible. It's um, probably outside of the... Um, outside of Batman Begins, mm-hmm. my favorite Nolan movie. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. I don't know why. I, I, it's paced really well. Yeah. So it's like a movie about magi- magicians could be boring as fuck. Yeah. But... It's paced What's really that well. movie? The new magician movie? Look who's, look who's talking. Uh, now you see. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bruce Willis yeah. is a baby in that one. 
Um, yeah. But it's just paced really well. Uh, I've seen Look Who's Talking, okay? <laughs> and Look Who's Talking. It was a joke. Um, but it's, it's, it's about one guy who can't figure out why another guy can do what he can't. Right. And that's the psychology of that. It's psychological. There you go. There it's you go. A, it's in the it's a, there it is. It's a, you said it. I just think it's a really beautiful movie. The um, it wraps itself up really well. Where no, I really like a movie where nobody really wins. Yeah. Nobody wins in that movie. Nobody. Nobody wins in seven. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Nobody wins, and yeah. um, I just think it's a really beautiful, well put together movie. I'm with you. All right, my number three. This might shock you. It might right. shock a lot of people. The Exorcist 3. Oh, all right. All right. I haven't seen this one in a long time. The Exorcist 3 has what I think is the scariest moment in any movie ever made. Let's talk about it. Tell me. Walk me through it. There's this long shot of a a hospital hallway where you're like, what's going on here? It's been like 30 seconds. (laughs) Then nothing happens. And then this fucking like... None looking thing just comes out with like hedge clippers <laughs> and walks across the hallway like holding them like they're gonna impale something and then the scene's over. But it, the way that it strikes and just whoops your fucking ass coming out of there, you're just, it, oh my god, it messes me up every time. I can lo- look it up on YouTube right now mm-hmm. and get equally scared. I think um, I've seen a lot of people asking like, obviously two is dog shit, not two worth is watching. Three. Is very overlooked because That's people just dis- awesome. people just assume that it's another dog shit sequel. No, but like it's, those new but ones, William, the prequels. William Peter Blatty, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, recently, right? Recently, yeah. a couple days ago, wrote that, and uh, I think initially it was not supposed to be an Exorcist sequel, but all these little things kept lining up, and and then I think he was urged like, "Hey, you should just make this just a do it." Sequel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The book might, itself might not have been a sequel. But then it was but adapted then it was, to but be. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And man, it's so fucking cool. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. My number three? three is Prisoners. Dude. What an incredible movie. Dude. Incredible. I was on a flight to fucking Australia or something. And I put my head down on the screen. Uh-huh trying to sleep when I picked my head up prisoners was selected and I was like what this sounds awesome so I watched it and it was like the best two hours and ten minutes it, I could have bought I went around to everybody else in the band woke them up I was like you gotta fucking watch prisoners right now this shit is insane <laughs> it here's what that movie feels like to me watching it it feels like someone is slowly tightening a noose around yes. my neck by the end, um, spoilers. By the end, when Jillian Hall has the kid yeah. in his car, he would just gotten like grazed with a bullet, oh. and he's bleeding into his face, and he can't and see he can't the road see. at all. It's, it's all no, it's lights. all the lights, and he's just like, oh, you don't. It's and dude, it has nothing to do with the psychological factor, no. but it's just that the the tone and the way it's the presentation. It's is incredible. so cool, and then. Um, Oh, the way I, I can't even think to put Prisoners on my list. Prisoners. Prisoners is insane. It's, it was my favorite film of the year. It, I can't believe people don't talk about I Prisoners. I can't believe that 
Hugh Jackman was not nominated for Oh something. my god, he was amazing. He He's such a dick at first. It's yes. like, all right, he's just this stern, serious dad. Yep. And then he goes into like He right, goes into like survival. I will mode. do anything yeah. to to find torture my this mentally challenged kid. Fucking into, oh my god. It hard, a hard brutal, movie to watch. Brutal movie. But uh Dallas uh De- Dallas Dennis Villain Wave mm. did arrival, did Sicario. Um, doing Blade Runner. Wow. 2049. What a cool guy. What a cool guy. But yeah, Prisoners. Love prisoners. It. Amazing. Number two, probably a real typical pick. I would say probably on everybody's list, Silence of the Lambs. All right. It's my number one. Do we days that you're yeah, number it's one? My, it's my number oh, one. Oh, shit. We should. No, have, no. Uh, we'll, we'll, sorry. Go for it. Uh, one of the only Grand Slam Oscar winners. Yes. I think it is the only. Well deserved. I know. I think there's like two. I think like Casablanca or something. Oh, really? Maybe fuck. I don't know. I really don't know. But man. Adapted. Adapted screenplay. Director, best picture, actor, actress. Yep. Holy. And completely deserving. And everything. Perfect movie. I saw that movie when I was way too fucking young to watch it. Um, like, like five years old. Right. Did not understand what the fuck. Then you see it again as a kid. Yeah. And it's, or no, as an adult. And and it's scary as fuck. It's fucking terrifying. And the end, the night vision. (sighs) If you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. Kill yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You you don't deserve to live. All right. Sorry I I spoiled it. It's okay. Now let's do your number two. My number two is another David Fincher movie. Hey, what a shock. I know. Gone Girl. Oh, wow. Wow. I think it is uh, it's a movie that could have been really offensive yeah because it's a movie about uh, a woman getting her revenge on a man sure and she does a lot of really horrible things like horrible. like um, on, on, on top of murdering people and faking her death and all that stuff she she uh, fakes a rape mm-hmm you know, she does really some really shitty things, yeah. but it's also plays the victim on, plays the on victim. national television. But she also does this weird thing where she's also kind of empowered hmm. because she's she's being fucked over by by this sleazy yeah. sleazy guy who I think it's Ben Affleck's best performance oh, he probably it, yeah. uh, outside of maybe Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> uh, it does this really this weird balancing act where it could have my been, wife's fucking gone. <laughs> She packed a car. And <laughs> yeah. She's fucking gone. I can't fucking find it. Dude. But uh, it's just a really cool movie. It's very atmospheric. Very uh, and the the turn, the twist happens in the middle of the oh, fucking yeah. movie, which is really cool. And then there's all this fucking cool shit happens after, and you're just watching like what? How? What else yes. is coming? And then the bad guy wins at the end. Bad guy wins. She wins. I love that. That's I love awesome. a bad guy wins movie. Me too. All right, my number one. I talked about this with you briefly. I've talked about this movie on the internet a lot. The Wailing. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's hear. But I haven't seen the Wailing. Aside from Hunt for the Wilder People, (laughs) is my favorite movie of 2016. Uh, It is a Korean psychological thriller, and it is like three hours long. Every second counts. Every. Every. Every piece of detail and information that happens is important later. Like watching the movie, the very beginning, it it tells you so much. There's this little narration or, or, you know, just a dialogue and then this shot of this guy fishing. And you don't realize that at the end you're like, oh, my God. that 
It's been six months. It's been six months since I first saw this movie. Or, I don't know, six, five, whatever. I'm still thinking about the end. Any familiar faces from Korean cinema? I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I can't personally What a douchey that. thing for me to say, by the way. Yeah, I don't really know the world of Korean cinema, but I can tell you that The Wailing is one of my favorite movies ever made. Ever made. Ever made. All right. It is absolutely amazing. In the, uh, There's, I've had several group chats solely dedicated to The Wailing and really? talking about the ending and deciphering what it means, who was what. It's insane. I can't suggest more that you turn this off and watch it because it's fucking incredible. That's any it. Uh, any uh, honorable mentions that prisoners was gonna prisoners? be. That what's funny is while we were talking, I was gonna put prisoners in my honorable mention, mm-hmm. and then you said it, and it was like fuck. Yeah. I should have just put it in my list. Prisoners is sick. Prisoners I, is incredible. I was tossing up um, the Shining. Yeah, that's, Ar- arguably a psychological. Yeah, no, player. I agree. Just too, I don't know. Maybe it felt, maybe it felt like it was too obvious. Too obvious, yeah. Um, I which don't is, know if, which might be dishonest for me to say because it's like, what, well, does that mean that it's one of the best? You know? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. Like, I, I, I was like, should I put Psycho in there? But then that's not true to my own. Yeah, list, no, it's you know? not. That's like if you're making like statistically right. Best exactly. I'm not versus writing, my. Favorite. I'm not writing a fucking no textbook. Writing our favorite. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're gonna cover our top five. M. Night movies. You want to start off number five? I will start off number five. I will put The Village. The Village. The Village. The Village. The Village is tied for number five for mine. I did a tie. Okay. I don't know if that's legal. You can do it. Uh, I can do it? I'm not going to prosecute you. Okay, The Real Deal rule book. Yes. Is written. You can do a tie. Yes. Number five for me is a tie between The Village and The Visit. Okay. We talked about this last week. Yes. I still have not watched it. He has not it. watched The Visit. The visit is the first 20 minutes. You're like, what the fuck am I watching? M. Night, what have you done? And then things start slowly getting put into perspective. And then your perspective that slowly got built gets fucked in the ass. (laughs) And it's completely different. And that's one of my favorite M. Night twists for sure. Do you... The Village got a lot of heat when it came out for its twist. loved the twist. I did too. I really liked it. I recently watched it with my girlfriend. She hated it because she just thought it was a boring period piece. But it's you know? not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but and I and and it, and it made me kind of understand that. Like you're watching this period piece where this they're talking about this thing happening that doesn't really happen. And mm-hmm. She's just like, all right, what is going on? And she she I don't think she'd really been exposed to a lot of Shyamalan. Wow, that was horrible. <laughs> 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 She hasn't been exposed to a lot of Shyamalan, so aside from Signs, mm-hmm. so she didn't. You know, when you watch his movies, you you know something's coming. Yes, which is almost ineffective to a point now because you're mm-hmm. like, all right, what's the twist going to be? Exactly. That's how I felt while we were watching Split. Right. And I still got rocked. All right, so we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But the village, village love it. Okay. Love the twist. Love how it was set up, and I love how it was explained. Excellent. Like this, all all that guy's money and and everybody had had this big personal trauma. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. All right, what's your number four? Signs. Signs is my number four. There you go. Our lists are going to be almost they're gonna be close. They're going to yeah. be almost identical. I think. What a fucking movie! It it succeeds until it's. I think this. I think it's. His, the, the I think God, it's his the worst stuff. No, and that I don't even mind because the it worst kind twist. Of, you think worst twist? Yeah. 
It was water. Yeah, that's... It was the, and that's then, like the end of War of the Worlds where yeah. it just doesn't fucking work. And then what, what else was it? That his wife, when she was dying, gave him a message from God? The swing, is, swing away? Is that, a, is that what it I is? I think that's one of them. I thought she it was, said She said swing away. She said that, but is that... That's what it was about. Okay. It was about the water and the bath. And then he swung away. I was Still. just... I guess when I watch it, I, I take that as he was using that past trauma to inform like why I, would she say that though that's the thing it, it, in, in an You're M. Right. Night movie You're why right. the fuck would she say that You're unless right. it was completely that's stupid as fuck yeah but as dumb as that is the whole movie is it's just great it's, it's creepy it's, it's so cool when he when he sees the leg in the cornfield, and then when the kid like there's like the Mexican the video, or, yeah. what is it Brazilian or something it's, I think it was in <laughs> Who doesn't remember his um? What's what's his name? Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, his reaction. Oh, holds his mouth. Yeah, it's like it's borderline. So it looks like he yeah. was terrified yeah. by something. It's so cool. So uh, yeah, what's what's your uh, number three? Number three, split, split, Sam. Wow, Sam. We're all we're we're going for it. What I really like about Split is. Should we talk about this now, or should we talk about it when we talk about Split? We'll talk about it. Like you're minutes. right. Yeah. You're right. All so right. our number threes are split. Let's go to number two. Which your number two is six cents. Is six cents. Six cents is number one for me. Okay. So our number twos and ones, I, are I feel like are switched. Yes. My number two is Unbreakable. Okay. Boom. Let's hear it. Unbreakable. The second Shyamalan movie, mm-hmm. in which you don't know the entire movie that you're watching a superhero origin story. Yes. How fucking sick is that? It's so what I really this this movie was released the same year as the first X-Men. Wow. So the renaissance the, the superhero renaissance hadn't really happened yet. Right. Um, this was like a weird thing to do. It was. It was like Batman and Robin came out in 97 was, and, was and fucking drove superhero movies into the ground. Right. Then you had Blade, which is incredible. which was incredible, but I wasn't wasn't was it huge? Yeah, well, it wasn't like an atypical superhero movie. Right. I don't think it was a dark, I, violent action movie. Thing. Yeah. Um. So you had those, and then you had X Men, mm-hmm. which you had Brian Singer, who just came off Act Pupil, mm-hmm. dope movie. Usual Suspects, dope movie. So you got a serious guy making a serious superhero movie. Yeah. And it was a huge deal, huge hit. Then you had, I think, a few months later, Unbreakable come out. Nobody knew it was a superhero. No, movie. it's just this the, this dark drama that yeah, slowly, drama. slowly, slowly develops, and then at the end, you're like, "What the fuck? Holy shit!" He's Where a superhero. Mr. Glass had been orchestrating all of these to find him. Oh, beautiful and so cool. And then you have his relationship with his wife, where he faked an injury right. so that he could be with her, basically. Right. Uh, and then his relationship with his son when when at the very end when they're at the dinner or at the breakfast table mm-hmm. and. He like points to the newspaper and this hooded figure saves these two kids. Yeah. And he said, you were right. Like he mouths to the kid. You were right. And the kid starts, you know, crying and Which they have that, they have that moment. It was, it's wonderful. And even back then I saw it in theater, even then I loved it. Unbreakable is like, that's a film. It is a film, a film. <laughs> if we were, if we, I'm sure we'll do this one day, right. a top five superhero movies ever. Unbreakable's on my list. Wow. And that's... Spoiler. Spoiler. Unbreakable's Spoiler on my for list. the future. Wow. That's awesome. 
So let's hit a six cents real quick. Let's go six cents. See, I basically just got to re-experience this movie for the first time recently. And that was a magical with a With Danielle. Mm-hmm. She had never seen it. Went 26 years without knowing the twist. Well, not 26 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Before the movie was out, she had, she no, had no idea. idea. So you're right. Yeah, and she then did. after, she had no idea. So which she is, did. Which is crazy because... A, it was that huge. Never see it. A that she's never. It was seen like it. a cultural landmark. And B that no one spoiled it for her. That nobody. She admit her one. I see dead people. Yeah. And then there's things in pop culture everywhere. Exactly. That Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. You know yep. that was like it's like one of the most. How common. have you never heard that? It's in a fucking SNL sketch. Yeah. You know. Uh, so I I basically just got to see it again for the first time, and seeing when you know, his wife won't talk to him. She leaves. She walks out on the anniversary dinner. She's kissing the other dude. Mm-hmm. Her reactions to that were it was it was like it had to have been mine when I was twelve or thirteen. You know where you're just like, wow, yeah, she hates him, right? You know? Exactly. Or like, wow, this, their relationship is so bad because of this moment. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was so cool to just do that all over again. And then we got to the end. Well, we got to the Misha Barton part, and she mm-hmm. was like, oh man, that's interesting. Like, was that the twist? <laughs> <laughs> like this, this story arc that had been introduced like five minutes earlier. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that was cool. Was it's that not Gone Girl. The, the no. twist isn't coming in the middle. And, then, and then the wedding ring falls off mm-hmm. and she just looks at the TV and goes, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And it, it was just such a, it was such a magical moment for me. Cause uh-huh. it was, it, I live for that shit, you know, like. Us, us knowing about comics beforehand, when they loosely adapt certain stories, there's things that we know are going to happen, mm-hmm. like based on what people are wearing right. sometimes. So it felt like that, you know? It felt like the people who knew about the Red Wedding and mm-hmm. Game of Thrones before that happened. It was like I was in on this thing and just watching her watch the movie. Yeah, I love that feeling. And it was so cool. When, when Shannon and I started dating, that was a th- like I, I would show her the things that I liked. Yeah. And... I just like the reaction. Where it's like, oh. Like, I already know. Just the I want you to know. Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Just good shit. Thanks, M. Knight. Thank you. Big fans. Don't make any more Airbender movies or movies about Scientology. But you did kind of, you didn't think The Last Airbender was that bad, right? Was that a secret? Was that, that was, all right. So, <laughs> I fully recognize that movie is dog shit, yeah. right? There's a scene where... He like finally learns how to uh, airbend, airbend, but he's doing it to the water, and it's but like he's waterbending. He's what, he, but he so the airbender in the cartoon, he can do it all. There's he's one, slowly. yeah. There's one that can do all of them. Yeah, and they call him Ong in the movie. Yeah, and so he's also played by a white kid. So problem number fifty <laughs> yeah. of that movie. Yeah, but uh, there's a scene where he's fighting and it's doing like a Matrix style loop uh. with him like just doing all kind of. And it's cool. Cool shit. Yeah, it's cool. All right. I fuck with it. Yeah. Movie shit. sucks. Movie but, sucks. Yeah. Movie sucks. Movie li- <laughs> movies. M Night. We still. We still. Lady in the Water sucks too. Lady in the Water. Remember By that? By the way, yes. Could not escape that trailer. Yeah. Lady in the Water. It sucks. PG thirteen. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, terrible. All right. All right. Here we go. So now we're gonna enter a segment we call talking about a particular movie. Roll it. Talking about a particular. We're talking about Split. Split. We've been waiting to talk about this 
since we saw it. Last weekend? We saw the movie and it basically was like, all right, we just saw this movie. Let's start a podcast. <laughs> Straight up. We, on the ride um, back to your house, yeah. we were just like, we got to talk this about it. This idea was born and now we have a platform to talk about it on. We saw it in the Cinerama Dome. So yeah, and that was your first time. My first time in the in, dome. In the dome. And Congrats. It, thank you. A good, Fine, good a good movie. Yeah. In the dome. In the dome. So uh yeah, let's let's unwrap okay. this baby. So what were you expecting when you when you walked in? I was I had heard good things. Mm-hmm. And and being a fan of M Night, despite what people say sometimes, like they didn't like the village. Mm-hmm. I love the village. Yeah. Some people didn't like the visit, I love the visit. So hearing people love it already, it was like this is gonna be mm-hmm. something. And then you really see, like you start to see McAvoy's performance. Honestly, I don't I don't know when this movie finished production or post production. Right. It should have been released sh- yeah. in November. He should have been nominated. It McAvoy. If if you don't have McAvoy, it doesn't matter how well written this movie is. Right. It he went. Work. He went full on method yes. for twenty four characters. Yes. yes. It's insane. It's scary. It's terrifying, but so so cool. And there's points where it's like funny, mm-hmm. and but it's like so sick and fucked up. Like this guy is holding these three girls captive, but he's this woman who is like really sarcastic and. The, like, <laughs> my favorite line was the paprika line. The pa- yeah, it's got a little paprika, and then and he, he, he does this like shoulder he, thing. He makes a little face, yeah, and it's, it's like that. It's so cool. All the subtleties and, and, and then each like individual. Hedwig, the little nine-year-old kid yeah. who just keeps saying etc. Yes, like you did as a nine-year-old kid when you learned <laughs> what this word means for the first time, etc. <laughs> it's so cool. It was, and so like we were talking about. The, the M Night twist. Yes, we were waiting for a twist. We, the whole movie, waiting for it. At twist. this point now, you're you're waiting for it. You know it's coming, and that renders it ineffective. What you would think. It, the visit. I did not expect what happened. Mm-hmm. And in Split, you think you get to the twist. And and should we, we we should we're gonna spoil. Yeah, it, of right? course. Yeah. Okay. So first, you find out that uh, the main character had been being molested by her uncle since she was a little girl. And then you slowly find out that her dad passed away and that her uncle now has custody of her and she still lives with him. Mm -hmm. So she's been living with this guy who's been abusing her basically her whole life. Um, And the the big point of the story is that like tragedy and pain unlocks these things in your brain. That make you stronger. That make you stronger. Make you able – like – Things that you genetically it, it unlocks this this like secret compartment of your brain that and what that that scene at the end when he sees her cutting scars right. on her body and he just stops and he stops because and he calls he says he, she's pure she's pure because she's broken right you don't you think back to when they first got kidnapped and she tells uh, one of the other girls to pee on herself right and you you. When you you're see like, it in the moment, you know yeah. That? When you see it's it in like, the moment, are you, like, you, are you in on this? Or yeah. Or you're not thinking like, oh, you, she was raped, so she's she knows done this. this. She's she's gone through this before, so she's she's got this set of skills yeah. to survive. Yeah. And uh, in that moment, when she said to pee on herself, uh, told the girl to pee on you're herself, you're just thinking like, what the fuck? How does she know? I'm like, what are you doing? You know, she's peeing now. Yeah. So so I think. Up until the last thirty seconds of the movie, you think that's the twist. You think and that's it's, it. It's and not it's, really a twist. It's not a big twist, but it's just cool plot development right. that is like really well done. And and, and you figure out 
why she wears so many layers of right, clothing. Right, because she's all fucked up. She's yeah. got she's covered in scars. And, and she and it's more to take off when her uncle is yes, presumably attacking exactly, her or whatever. Exactly. Um, so all these things make, make you rethink earlier in the movie, and then it kind of it makes you feel. Here's the thing about James Ma- James McAvoy's character in this right. movie, and him in general in, in this movie. You you feel bad for half, of, for half yeah. of him. Like even the beast, the beast was recognizes born out of pain. Born the, from yeah, pain. the beast recognizes. <laughs> the beast recognizes that pain makes you stronger. Yeah. So he he didn't fuck with her. He no. fucked with the two privileged no. girls yeah. that have never, never struggled struggle. in their lives. Exactly. So that's kind of like a. He's obviously a horrible person yeah. doing bad things, killing these innocent people, right. but you kind of are like, damn. But it's also, a lot of that is, I mean, this goes back, this is like some SVU shit. You Straight know? It's up, like, yeah. You, it's been done to you, so you're doing it to others. Yep. So it's like, and, and, and to an extent, it's it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of his brain, and you, as you can see. They're fighting back. They're fighting back. Mm-hmm. There's 16 of the... Of the twenty-three personalities, don't want him to do these things, and that's the other, all the emails. Exactly, and they're emailing the the, the psychiatrist, and, and they're saying like, "Please help me, like something's going on." And then, and then, the, and then, so split basically ends. Did you notice that mm-hmm. they show the title, the title card, the title card again, and then, so, and then it's they done. go into the diner, and then slowly you hear. You hear and that night I texted you, which and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Neither of us thought about it in in the moment until we thought about it. Yeah, the theme from Unbreakable starts playing at the end of Split. Oh my god! And there's a and they're in the diner watching the new, a news story, and it cuts to this lady drinking coffee at the counter, saying like, "Didn't something like this happen 15 years ago?" And we cut to Bruce Willis saying, yeah. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. And I, so in the theater, I just go. <gasps> Both of us, I could hear I could hear myself and I could hear Alec audibly gasp, which I can't say I've done once in my life ever while watching a movie. The wind, I got punched in the gut. Straight up. It was so unexpected. I could hear us gasping, and then I could hear people around us laughing at yeah, us. Or because, so, yeah. Or, like, asking, like, what does that like, mean? What is that? Like, how did you miss that? Oh. It... It was a... Ma- it was That was a magical moment that I will never forget. It, it is... It is like La La Land in that it reaffirms why I love movies. Right. And, and, and this, in particular, reaffirms why I love genre movies because they can do these kinds of things where like he just made a shared universe out of his movies and straight up and which makes us wonder or yeah we'll, we'll get to we'll that. get there yeah. but he just made a shared universe out of his movies when he didn't have to right. like if that if that scene was not it would still would have been an amazing it, still great it would have been it would have been number three regardless right in my top five but now you put it you put this perspective on it where Unbreakable at the end, you realize you watched a superhero origin. Yeah. And then you now. just realized the whole time you were watching a supervillain origin story. Yes. You got the Horde. You got Unbreakable. <laughs> Whatever. So, well, I don't know what his name is. Mr. Glass? No, no, no. Not oh, Mr. Glass. I don't think he has a name. He's Unbreakable. He's Unbreakable. <laughs> uh, so now the Horde is free running Straight around. Up. Running the Horde, the Horde do you is... Think we're, do you think we're going to get another villain movie? Before we get an Unbreakable two, I I don't know I don't know honestly I, I hope not. Yeah, you want you want to go straight into here's, it. Here's here's my theory. I'm gonna hit you with this, uh-huh. 
and this is going to sound crazy, but I think it would be really cool. Check this out. Unbreakable 2, Bruce Willis goes head-to-head with the Horde, loses, (laughs) dies. In comes Cole from Sixth Sense. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So he can see. His dead. Yes. So he can see see done. Yes. He can see Bruce Willis again, but he's a different character, which is, you know, why it doesn't really work. It works. It, 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 it works. works. If, if, you, if you do it right, it works. Bruce Willis had hair in yes, Sixth Sense. It's all hair. <laughs> this is hairography. There you go. So there it is. So Cole and Bruce Willis from Unbreakable take down the Horde. Where does... With an army of the dead. Well, that's the thing is Cole... Oh, my Cole God. gets so good and strong at this that he can command... The dead to do things. What about Anya? Oh, Anna Taylor Joy. Anna Taylor Joy. Anna Taylor Joy's character. What? That's another thing. Is yeah. like, is she? Are powers getting unlocked in her? Because her arc didn't quite end. It didn't end. It, it ended with her saying, "Your them saying your uncle's here in the back of her squad car," and her looking real stern and serious. And the cop kind like of she like, changed. The tr- cop was like, she, "The cop was like, what's going what's on? Like, did? you don't want to see your uncle." She she had changed. Uh huh. Something happened in her. Some, I think that I mean, that, she put two two shotgun shells into Dave she, McAvoy. And nothing happened. Yeah. And I think that that part of her brain was unlocked by the trauma of her past and then the trauma of this all coming to a head at the same time. It was just like, all right. And what's cool is if if we do get kind of a, a Batman and Robin dynamic in Unbreakable 2. For Bruce Willis and her. And her. She's, she's got hunting skills. She knows well, how to use she's, a gun. She's doing fuck she's, around. She's, she's a survivalist. Yeah. So... That could be a cool dynamic, like a. Um, I think it. I think it could start as that, and then it could. It that could was be, my, That was what we were alluding right. to. Like, is Cole gonna be part of this shared universe? Yeah, that, that's the other thing. Is is Cole gonna be involved? Because that is a superpower. Yeah, at the end of the day, absolutely. you can see the dead. You can you can talk to them. What has Haley Joel Osment been up to lately? I don't know. I got a haircut next to him one time. Did you really? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I did. How does he look? He looks all right. Yeah, he's kind of he's bigger. Okay, he's got a big beard. But he looks like Haley Joel Osment. And I think that would be another thing where it's like you bring him in too. It's like you're really connecting all this. That Honestly, I feel like your idea would be an Unbreakable 3. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. The end of Unbreakable 2 is Cole seeing him as the dead. Oh, God. So if this happens, where where does Mr. Glass come in? Because you got to bring bring him back. So I feel like the Horde, he and the Horde are going to team up. Mr. Glass is going to be Lex Luthor. For sure. He's the he's the mastermind. What if he's like Ooh. all robotic? That'd be awesome. I mean, we, well, we no, you don't want to get too far well, away you, from the, like the, the realism. You, you kind of that's the thing is this yeah. is a very real world. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't know that you're in this fantasy land until they establish it right at the end of both of these movies. Which is really cool because you got like the Nolan movies where it's like, all right, I have enough money so I can build right. anything. But you, I buy this world as yeah. the real world more Absolutely. than I buy that. Absolutely. Like, there's nothing aside from the powers, mm-hmm. which he somehow like pulls off scientifically to just make sense. At least, split. especially in Split, Unbreakable. Less Unbreakable. So. It's like okay, this guy's mm-hmm. just a superhero. But in Split, it's like there's he's trying to explain the science of why this is happening, and I buy it. Especially because, and so for the listeners that don't know, my wife uh, was a, was a. Um, PhD psych student for wow. for a while. I didn't know that is. She was. Wow. Um, so I sort of always um, rely on her to explain. Like after we dropped you guys off after mm-hmm. the movie, I go. Was is that, that all? Real? Was that bullshit? Yeah. And she was saying the science on multiple personality isn't 
like there's like we don't it's know. Cont- there's so much in contention like nobody knows nobody like you can't prove a lot of a lot of that stuff yet so um but she said that the way they described it would be the right way to right. describe it so the science is real as far as we know as far as we know um but i really like that idea of like one of them has diabetes yeah one of them um and then the beast right he he's he, just a different his mind thing, yeah it, it's he was what he believed he was and and his his physiology changed he, grew, he changed it's he, oh magic. so interesting it's cool. magic i can't wait for more i hope it we don't have to wait 15 years i don't think we will and i think the benefit you think he's gonna strike while the iron's hot oh yeah okay. i mean he he kind of has to yeah. because he, his name means something again yes like i think the visit they didn't well, i don't think they really put his name on that did they I, I don't really know. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I know for sure. Because I would have seen it in theaters if I had known. I know for sure they didn't. didn't put his name on After Earth. Right. And I, they didn't put his name on Devil too much either, right? They Devil, did. They, De- they said it was like story by. Okay, yeah, because he didn't direct it. Right. Devil Devil's awesome. Devil was pretty good. Yeah. It was, I watched it like on cable. Yeah. And I was like, this was, was not what I expected. Good. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, good Shyamalanian twist. Classic yes, twist. Classic twist. Uh, better than it. I'm not going to say I liked it, but it was better than what I was expecting. I liked it. I straight up liked it. You straight up liked it? it. Yeah. But uh, I think he's kind of got to. And I think the, the what's good about his movies that he's going back to, like, After Earth was like some $150 million budget. Yeah. I think Split was under 40 Wow. So he's just Or maybe down. maybe not under 40 It's like under 10 What? It was because Bloomhouse did it. Huh. So it was super, super low budget. Interesting. So um, I think... I think I read somewhere that it made like 10 times its budget back That's awesome. in the first weekend. So now that he's back to low budget, he can do whatever he wants on his timeline right? and tell whatever story he wants to tell. And I think that's probably really liberating for him because yeah. he hasn't had those options lately no, because no, his no. movies have been dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... Here's another thing that we got to talk about. Anna Taylor-Joy. Incredible, gonna be a the incredible, gonna performer. be a superstar. Which, which was which is fucking why is awesome. Witch not on? on it's like know. that's a psychological. That's great. Thriller. Yeah, like that is. She's gonna be a mega star. She's I, she's got to she, be. I mean, she basically already is. She needs to not do another horror movie though. Yeah, she did what the Witch, Morgan, and, and then this. But yeah, she can do whatever she wants. She can, but she she does she, she, she does, does if she does like a comedy or something next. Mm-hmm. It'll be like all right, you're the real deal. Yeah, for sure, you're a superstar. I think... Uh, but she's fucking rocked. She rocked it. Yeah, she's sure. 20 years old, too. I did not know 20 that. 20 years old. That's... I feel like a loser now. Yeah. Fuck me, right? Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I waited till my late 20s to start yeah. a podcast. What up, Anna Taylor-Joy? Yeah. All right. Shit, is that it? That's, That's it, it, huh? End of uh, episode, episode one. Episode one. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we did it. <laughs> What's up? What do you want to do for next week's top five? Uh, why don't, so the listeners why don't we see? Can... Yeah, why don't we see if people can can suggest something for us? Okay, let's see. Hit us up at uh, realdealpod at gmail dot com. R e e l d e a l p o d. No affiliation with p o d <laughs> at gmail dot com, and at Twitter at realdealpod, and uh, submit us some lists, some suggestions, and we will mull it over. We'll think about it, and uh, we'll give the power to the people. We'll be one. back next weekend. I think. Are we, are we going to release these on Mondays? Yeah, I think Mondays Mondays sound good. All right, cool. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate 
we uh, we understand there's probably a lot of ahs and ums and likes and we'll we'll get there. We're gonna this, be this is the first time, but first I think time. I think it was pretty good. I, I had a, I had a lot time. of fun. Yeah, me too. All right, All right. Have, have a good weekend, guys. And see we'll you next week. See you next week. Roll it. Bye.